When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Sadak, TV voice of the Cincinnati Reds, and you're up for late night Red Talk. Hello, everybody. My name is Tim Daniel, and welcome to this week's edition of Late Night Reds Talk Live, the live show and podcast part of the Belief Network, presented as always by Bet Online. Hope you all had a lovely Thanksgiving and a less hectic holiday shopping weekend. The show is live streamed on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook, and the podcast will always be available next morning. If you're watching tonight on YouTube, please take two seconds and hit the like button, subscribe to our channel. It really helps us continue to grow. Before we get started, let's have my co-host and good friend, Nick Kirby, tell you about our partners, Bet Online, who has the Bengals as two-and-a-half-point underdogs at home on Sunday against the Kansas City Chiefs. All right, basketball is back, and Bet Online remains your number one source for all your sports betting needs this season. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online. And as your continued source for all sports wagering information, Bet online features live betting, free contests, and giveaways all season long. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports and events, whether it's NFL, NBA, golf, PGA, World Cup, hockey, whatever it might be, Bet Online has got it for you. Head on over to betonline.ag to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Just make sure to use our promo code BELIEVE, that is B-L-E-A-V, to receive your rewards. Bet Online is where the game starts. I think Bet Online's a big fan of when Tim Daniel makes a deposit because they know they're going to keep all that money. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man. So, really excited this week. I get to see you. We're going to be hanging out at Reds Fest this weekend. Let's, let's talk a little bit about it, you know? Nice little transition there, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, got got a lot of good comments. Everyone, every, you know, everyone is here for the emergency uh, Luke Malley pod. Although this was actually pre-scheduled, but it uh, it did <laughs> work out well. Thank you, Cincinnati Reds, for for uh, for giving us some news uh, on the night we were going to do a show. I was really scrambling to find stuff, and then you weren't kidding. They just uh, provide stuff. So yeah, yeah. Um... I also want to thank everyone who reached out to us on the socials and gave me some props. I had no inside information whatsoever. Uh, literally pulled that one out of my ass and it worked out really well. So Luke Maley coming to the Reds, um, the defensive catcher, which I know a lot of people for some reason who have to be mad are complaining, but like if he was a hitting catcher, he would not be a backup catcher. Let's just kind of go ahead and get that out of the way here. But like I said last week, when I projected the Reds would be signing him, um, because I'm Miss Cleo of baseball, obviously. Call me for a free reading of your next horoscope. Um, 
It's a really good defensive catcher, plus 21 defensive runs saved, 71 way to runs created plus versus left-handed pitching, uh, 32% caught stealing, which is 5% over MLB average. I, I think it's an okay signing. Uh, like I said, you know, I never thought I was going to be the sexy pick, but as far as a guy that can just go out there and give Tyler Stevenson a day off and catch some young pitchers and help them grow, sign me up, man. It's just for a year. We know what the kind of next year is going to be anyway, so why not? I mean, he's definitely a much better hitter than just about anyone the Reds ran out last That's year. true. Not named Tyler Stevenson. Um, he has at least had some positive seasons. Um, the last couple years, uh, I know the other guy that, that was getting some some traction around was Tucker Barnhart. Uh, Luke has out hit Tucker the last couple years uh, by a pretty, pretty wide margin. And, you know, some of the defensive metrics, uh, you could make a case that, that he's just as good, if not better. So... Um, yeah, I mean, look, this isn't a, a move the needle move for the Reds. This isn't going to, you know, make the Reds a, a contender or anything like that, but you're going to have a quality backup catcher, uh, that, that isn't going to one embarrass you. Isn't going to be a complete total liability at the plate. Um, and, uh, yeah, it, great call, Tim. This, uh, you, uh, you nailed this one. Um, hopefully, uh, those other two we talked about, uh, can bring them home too. And, uh, Really kind of have a nice little sneaky, sneaky, decent offense. How does uh, Mrs. Kirby feel about the Reds getting a Guardians catcher to come hang out? Is that, does that warm her heart a little bit? Yeah, I, um, I don't know if, if if Luke was the guy that, that really broke her heart, uh, you know, seeing him go. Um, um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, the, the Reds have, uh, Reds and Guardians have had, have had quite a few moves, you know, players throughout the years that, uh, uh, played for both teams, so, so, uh, uh, yeah, that's kind of interesting. I, you know, I, I do know up in Cleveland in in the postseason, a lot of a lot of people, a lot of Guardians fans were were wanting Malley to play over um, Austin Hedges, who's a fantastic defensive catcher, but is a absolute train wreck at the plate. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, I, nice pickup. Let's go. Yeah, hope, and hopefully, Luke's at Reds Fest this weekend. That's and that. With that being said, as well, uh, for everyone who asks, well, who's going to go to games next year? His family is going to be going to games next year. So, how about that? Yeah, yeah. Ah, I see. Our good friend Mrs. Kirby actually said that we can have him. So, they said to leave her SpongeBob. Okay, we can leave her SpongeBob. That's fair. Red, um, Red, Reds could have had SpongeBob last year, so could every other team in baseball. <laughs> That's yeah. a good good segue when we get into the Rule Five talk. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So as you guys can see here, uh, first off, we will be walking around Saturday at Reds Fest. Nick and I will. Um, so if you see us, please come say hey. Uh, unlike last time, maybe some people will remember me from being on the show. Unlike this summer at the ballpark, everyone was like, oh, yeah, Nick, Carlos, Clay. And I'm like, <laughs> Jeff Carr. <laughs> yeah, Jeff Carr. Yeah. Uh, so fun group of guys coming to hang out. Oh, cool. Sydney said she'll be there, so that'll be a lot of fun. So, major league guys who are hanging out. Uh, I know Vado, India, obviously are things people are like uh, excited about. Nick Senzel, Michael Ciani. I uh, don't have to go through the whole list if you're tuning in there, but some minor leaguers who are going to be hanging out, including Ellie De La Cruz. Nick, could Ellie De La Cruz have the biggest autograph line in Reds Fest history? Probably. Uh, I think I think Ellie might have a longer line than Joey. Don't don't shoot me, Carlos. 
Well, I think Joey's doing a private signing where like you would oh, enter yeah. a contest to win. I don't know that for sure, but someone I'm sure one of our listeners can tell us. They probably should have done that for Ellie. I I'm <laughs> yeah. I'm uh I'm excited taking the kids at least for a couple hours. Uh I, I want I want my uh want my kids to get a picture with Ellie. That's my goal of the day. Uh oh, so perfect. Yeah, that would that would be cool. And you know, hey, if he turns out to be the superstar we think he has the possibility of doing Man, that could really uh, age well for them and be kind of a cool, you know, memory. So, yeah, really looking forward to this. I uh, it's been a long time since I've been to Reds Fest. Not even just you know with it being canceled the last couple of years. It's just really hard to get down with it being in between Thanksgiving and Christmas. But I knew this year I had to be there. Um, I'm excited. I think the people that are going to be at Reds Fest are the kind of Reds fans that I want to be associated. Same. with. Same. That's yeah. those are the people that 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 I want to. Um, not not the people who have to be mad that the red sign Luke Malley or make fun of that. <laughs> These are my people, so I look forward to seeing you guys there. Yeah, absolutely. I uh, my goal that day is to uh, make sure I say hello to our good friend John Sadak. Um, I know John's going to be there, maybe sign some bodies for 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 the people. Um, but I got to make sure I say hey to John, and I got to ask him because I just found out that John was filling in for the Chicago Bulls at one point for a couple like a little while. Yeah. So. We got to talk about this as a diehard, un- unfortunate diehard Chicago Bulls fan. So, uh, yeah, man, I'm excited. I haven't been in a couple of years myself. And like I said, it is really hard to get to because of where it is in the year. But it'll be cool. Um, and I hope we get to see some people say hi to us. And, yeah, it'll be a good time. And credit to all these guys. I actually think it's, they're not contractually obligated to go anymore. They used to be, if, yeah. if I if I understand right. So, Pretty much everyone except for TJ Friedel and Jose Barrera were there. And I'm sure it's because of, you know, some sort of commitment they can't get out of that, that they're not there. But, you know, credit to all these guys for for showing up. And I think it'll be really good for, for, for Reds fans. And, you know, hopefully really kind of, especially with all these great minor leaguers, hopefully it really helps, you know, uh, build some excitement. And, and, you know, obviously people know what these guys look like. In, in 2022 with how you can, you know, search for everyone, but kind of really to be able to, to get a feel for each of these guys and, you know, maybe be a little bit more connected to them when they come up. So really looking forward to that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, it'll be a lot of fun, man. Uh, like I said, just a good day, you know, <laughs> looking forward to getting a Tim Daniel auto this weekend, Sydney, <laughs> Sydney, my friend, I can assure you my autograph. My handwriting is very terrible. My wife does not let me sign legal documents because of how bad it is. Uh, we got to do we got to do that docu sign where you just like tap it and it signs it for you uh, because my handwriting is pretty rough. But if I do see you and you do present something, I will be nice enough to do so, and I will not put Jeff Carr on there. <laughs> you should. You should. Does <laughs> uh, anyone does anyone still remember that joke? Or are we just like have we have we ran into the ground at this point? Yeah. You know, okay. It's it's November twenty eighth. We're talking about baseball. We can yeah. do whatever, we can do whatever we want. So, Johnny Cueto. <laughs> so, look, this has gone a couple different ways. This conversation, right? Um, a lot of people are like, "Oh, does this mean he's going to Houston to hang out with Dusty Baker? Does this mean he's coming back to Cincinnati?" My question is, was he hanging out with Ryan Hannigan this weekend and was like, "Hey, man, long time no see. How you been? You doing okay?" Because Ryan Hannigan's in the photo too, right there behind Dusty. So. As long as it's not Todd Frazier coming back, I support anything else. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, we've kind of talked about this for a couple of years, though, right? As far as um, Cueto coming back here, no harm, no foul, good veteran pitcher. 
had really good stretches last year for the White Sox. Um, wonder if Tony Larusa was still kind of upset with him for 2010, but <laughs> was never mentioned. Um, but I'm if Johnny Cueto, if there's something comes out where we're recording or tomorrow that Johnny Cueto is coming back to Cincinnati, there's going to be very few people in this world more excited than me. You know, that is definitely emergency podcast material. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'll actually be in Miami of Ohio tomorrow. So we'll be, a you'll be live on, live on the sidelines, buddy. Live that's on right. the sidelines. Yeah, that's right. But I would absolutely love it, man. I'd be so excited. I'd probably get a Jersey. Not going to lie to you. You know, I don't have one from his from his first run, so I don't I don't see the downside at all. I mean, the Reds need to add a, a veteran starter. I think just about everyone agrees that the, it doesn't even have to be a great veteran starter. I think Johnny Cueto is not going to repeat what he did last year, but he still fits exactly the mold um, that that we had been talking about. I love that Johnny Cueto like just put up this like cryptic photo. That's just awesome. Just adds to the legend of Johnny Cueto. Uh, I, it would be really cool if like he did this because he wants to come back to the Reds and he was like, you know, trying to poke the poke the the Nick Crawl bear. Uh, uh, I, I love that. I, so I, he checks every box. I see no absolutely no downside to it. Uh, the Reds hell, the Reds brought back Bronson Arroyo when he was way that's right way farther past any sort of uh, uh, a prime as much as I love Bronson. Uh, so, yeah, I I'm all for it. It would be just awesome to see johnny quater retire as a red um yeah i yeah let's do it i'm in sign me up you have convinced me nicholas actually i was already convinced but you helped the argument yeah let's do it yeah that should be that could be like that'd probably be like the one twitter poll if we were like do you want johnny quater back it'd be like 99 percent yes and <laughs> yeah. then just the one percent like whatever is he going to help them win the world series next year like yeah, the one percent. Those are the people that want to watch the world burn. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. No, no reasoning. No reasoning. Yeah. Um. I had to. You know, we had to send Carlos and I sent our condolences and thoughts and prayers to you and yours uh, after this news broke yesterday that uh, Aristides Aquino signed with the Chu Chanichi Dragons of NPB on a one-year, one point million dollar bonus uh, with a nice little three hundred thousand dollars signing bonus to it as well. Um, dude. You and I both said it, though, uh, a little behind the curtain skier, that he's probably going to go over there and hit, like, 50 home runs. And, like, it's going to be a lot of fun. Like, you're going to be watching, looking up, like, Aristides Aquino highlights. Uh, they're going to really pop up on Twitter where he's going to hit, like, some 700-footer outside of a stadium that goes through some dome in Japan. And it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, are you going to get a uh, Dragon's hat or jersey, though? <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, I'll be uh, watching their games at four in the morning. Nah, I mean, I, I think this is great for Aquino. Uh, I think, I, I think he has a, you know, obviously he's making more money than he would have made if he stayed. So good for him making some, some, some coin. <laughs> um, yeah. He deserves it for that 2019. If for anything else, like he had one great season, and got nothing for it. So um, yeah, good for him. I, I think he'll do really well over there. Um I was looking it up. I think like the average pitch velocity is like 92 to 93. So oh, yeah. God. Yeah. I mean, they're still going to throw a lot of curveballs and stuff, which you struggle with, but I, th- I would assume it's going to be a lot easier for him to adjust to some of these breaking pitches. If he's not having to, to protect himself from a 99 mile an hour fastball, you know what I mean? And uh, um, there are very, very few power hitters over there. So he's going to yeah. be like uh, a unicorn over there with his arm and with his, 
uh, with his power. So, yeah, I could see him having a lot of success. And uh, um, who knows? You know, maybe he has a lot of success and he he tries to make a run and comes back. Maybe he just becomes a legend in Japan and, you know, good for him. Uh, uh, but, yeah, no, I'm happy for him. I, I It, w- it would have been really heartbreaking if he went to, like, somewhere like Colorado and, and, and figured it out. That would have been more heartbreaking for me. Agreed. Um, so, yeah, this I, I'm good with this. I, I think this is good for him. And, uh, yeah, we wish him the best. Dude, it's like uh it's like Mr. Baseball. Did you ever see that movie with Tom Selleck? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what it reminds me of. But Mr. Kino. I'm excited for him, man. I can't wait to see these random ass highlights where he just hits bombs and just like it's the, the twenty twenty three version of Vladimir Ballantine. Yeah. So. That that like that was the first thing that popped in my head. Yep, that's the mold. That that's what he's gonna fit in. And I think he's got better upside because I think he's got better like he's a much better defensive player. So um yeah yeah good on that yeah i i agree man i think it's gonna be a lot of fun uh let's kind of take a look real quick at some of the stuff going on around baseball shall we so i know two of these we're going to talk about three of these we're specifically going to talk about because they're within the division but curious to kind of get some thoughts on a few of these so jose abreu adding to the defending world series champion houston astros at three years 60 million probably just cannot wait to get out of the white Sox organization um (laughs) Surprised he signed that early, you know. I, I, yeah, I, but I mean, I guess you know. Hey, they they you know you you read the market and uh, said, hey, that's probably the best we're gonna get. We're not gonna wait around for a deal that may not be there when teams make other signings. So, yeah, a little surprised he signed early, but I mean that is a good deal for him. With he is he is pretty old for for being a free agent for the first time, I believe. So yeah, he's got an MVP, you know, to his resume. Decent player. So. <laughs> yeah, I always picked him up in MLB The Show because he'd always be available in the free agency. So I was like, him and Joey would platoon for me. That was a lot of fun. Um, Clevenger going to the White Sox on a one-year deal. Aaron Judge met with the Giants in San Francisco, I think for multiple days was the report, if I remember correctly. I hope that's all just posturing. I mean, I would love for him to sign in San Francisco. I don't think it's going to happen. But uh, I, I totally see that. I, I think that's totally just him posturing, saying, all sure. right. All right, Yankees, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to get TMZ to accidentally catch me as I'm walking into my hotel. That just felt so, <laughs> so uh, staged. Uh, but yeah, no, good for him. Good for him. Yeah. Make, make the Yankees pay. Yeah, absolutely. And then uh, the the Brewers looks like they're starting to do a little uh, rebuilding ski of them of themselves. Uh, trading Hunter Renfro to Milwaukee. I mean, to the angels and then the Dodgers looking like they might be trying to get a little Willie Adamas action also in LA. Um, do you think right now, do you think it could be possible for them with how, you know, disappointing he's been for a couple of years for them to move Christian Yelich at this point? I mean, they're going to be eating most of that money or trading a really good prospect back. So I don't, that does the trading the prospect doesn't seem like it fits the mold. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think they're probably, it's, it's hard to see a player like that get moved. doesn't mean it's impossible, but you have to really find a team that, that fits the right mold. And most of these, uh, big spenders are, are pretty well <laughs> maxed out or close to it. I, I don't see a big spender out there that has a bunch of money to, to blow, um, so I don't, I don't know. I have a hard time seeing him get moved. Um, I'm sure they would love for him to get moved. 
You know who would absolutely love Christian Yelich? Hear me out. Hear me out here. Who would just like absolutely adore having him? The Miami Marlins. I think like what a perfect fit, you know, just. That was... <laughs> took, took me a second. Took me a second to uh, uh, see where we're going with that. Yeah, they, uh, man, the Brewers, they should have just quit while they're ahead. They they got him on a great deal. That, that yeah. Out well, they should have never extended him. And that's, that's, you know, that that's what, what I've talked about before. Everyone loves contract extensions when they happen. Everyone loves it. No one loves Christian Yelich's contract now. They all loved it when he did it. What a great deal for the Brewers. Now it's, you know, holding them back. So, Correction. They love it when it's not Joey Votto. Yeah. yeah. When Joey Votto signs his contract extension, it's, well, he's going to strap the franchise and they're never going to be successful ever again. Yeah. I think I think Votto's contract would be viewed a lot different if it was signed, like, tomorrow. Yeah, I think, I I think a lot of it was the time and some other yeah. reasons. Um, <laughs> so Reds in four asks, who's more likely to get moved, Woodruff, Peralta, or Burns? Um, go ahead. I would say Peralta would be the one they probably want to move the most. Um, but Burns will probably get the most back, right? That's probably the one that they get the most return. Burns would no question get the most back. Um, I would say Brandon Woodruff would be the uh, uh the most likely in my opinion. Woodruff has two years left of arbitration, so he's starting to get really expensive. Burns is a year ahead of him, so not in a you know, not as expensive yet. Freddie Peralta signed a super, super team-friendly deal back in the day. He, my man is only making $3.7 million next year. And then in 2025 and 2026, be, he has two two years each year, $8 million club options. So, uh, yeah, I mean, if they're moving him, they're getting a, a hell of a return back uh, prospect-wise. So I would say Woodruff would make the most sense. Uh, uh, out of that. I think Adamas would fit their mold too. I think he's got two years left uh, before he hits free agency. So I, I think he, I think would, I could see Woodruff and Woodruff and Adamas being moved. That kind of fits their, their mold. And then they'll try to piece together a competitive team around it. Um, it Burns. I mean, man, your team's just going to have to blow their farm system. Yeah. Mortgage their farm system. And, yeah, not maybe not Juan Soto level, but not not too far below it. I mean, he's he's an elite elite pitcher. So, yeah, he's tremendous. Um, do you want to talk about Carlos Santana because I know it's come up a lot. I love Carlos Santana. I love this signing by the Pirates. Um, I I like what uh um hey I got one right. I didn't even look at this. I didn't even look at this resin for. Uh, I was just looking at the salaries. I mean, it's pretty easy to do uh. To read the money um but yeah um i love this signing i, li- I like that the the g-man Choi signing signing uh i think the pirates i think they have a sneaky good lineup i mean you look one through nine they have better lineup than the reds right now um i hate to say it uh they have a really pretty solid bullpen at least with you know bedar and they have a couple of other guys I think will crow's pretty good just they're, they're starting pitching man mitch keller's your number two hold on hold on Bob Steve is pitching for the Pirates. I think he was on the team all year last year, wasn't he? Really? How did I not know? How did I not remember this? I don't think he watched as many games as I did uh, late in the season. <laughs> Doesn't seem like it. <laughs> you dodged a bullet. He might have started the year in Colorado. Yeah, he did start the year in Colorado, and then I think he got DFA'd, and then he he ended up in Pittsburgh. 
Bob um, Steve, Pittsburgh Pirate. I'll be damned. <laughs> Top setup, man, Bob Steve. Yeah, how about that? I always thought he'd be, I I've assigned baseball of his in this weird array of random ass guys behind me. So um <laughs> how about that? But that's a good signing for them. Um, you know, I know a lot of people are like that are the one percenters that we've talked about that's been the theme of this episode are super pissed, but uh, you the, the pirates got him. But you know, he's yeah, he's 19 home runs, but he's also like a 296 on base percentage guy and Hasn't really had a great year since 2019. Um, it was pretty decent 20. I shouldn't say that, but you know, he had really, really good expected stats last year. Um, his it stack has said he was crazy unlucky. He's a guy too that uh, um, the shift has hurt him a lot in his career. So I could see, yeah. you know, maybe that. I mean, I know he still strikes out quite a bit, but uh, yeah, I mean, he had a he had a. a 352 uh expected weighted on base average he actually still had a 102 weighted runs created plus so he was a slightly above average hitter but yeah on a one-year deal um yeah i i love that signing for the pirates they probably had to pay a little bit more than anyone else would have uh, but yeah man I look at that lineup hey, that that lineup's got some potential i think it could be a dangerous lineup um especially if you know like a guy like O'Neill cruz and uh brian hayes takes that next step yeah yeah you're a pretty dangerous lineup so good for them they're, they're still gonna have to really 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 get on the pitching i did just see that uh they're in on uh kyle gibson a guy we had talked about oh really uh, yeah so th- that's the kind of signing that would really make a lot of sense for them and the reds you know so yeah for sure probably them more than the reds because they don't have uh you know they don't they don't have uh the green Ashcraft and Lodole, like a, a three-headed monster. Contreras is really good at the top of the rotation. I know they have some prospects that are getting kind of close, but they need some pitching. They need some starting pitching. They need a, they need a, a Kyle Gibson for sure. Mitch Keller, second in the rotation. How about that? He's he's a guy that every year I keep hearing he's going to be great. Like, this is the year he's going to break out, and sure enough, he's got a 5.5 ERA or whatever it is. Like, uh, Yeah, he's, I don't know. He's there, Nick Senzel. This is it, guys. Come on. That is a great cop. He is the pitching Nixon cell. That you you nailed that, one hundred percent. Yeah, but it's normally me that's like, "Come on, guys, this is gonna happen," and then I look like a fool. Yeah, I don't see it. I you know, I there's some smart people that believe it though, so uh, I'm not gonna discount it. I guess I guess the, he did end up with a three point nine one ERA at the end of the year last year. Hmm. He, he must have had a hell of a second half because it was not. <laughs> It was not pretty when I was writing some of these game previews at one point during the year. So yeah, good for him. Maybe maybe he is a legit number two. I don't know. I'm just more blown away that Bob Steve pitches for the Pirates and I didn't catch <laughs> on to this. <laughs> oh man, I gotta find out how many games he pitched against the Reds last yeah, year. I must have been very delusional at the end of the year and like just kind of and like getting ready for basketball season or something. Because yeah. you must have. Let's see. Give me a second here. Riveting content. <laughs> Bob Steve pitched 11 games against his. No, 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 no. He pitched three games. Three games. Against the Reds. Three games against the Reds last year. So I guess it wasn't that many, but. Huh. How about that? Bob Steve is like kind of like the era of that, like Reds drafting era that no one ever wants to remember. Like the next year was Nick Travieso, who like just disappeared off the face of the earth. Was that Jesse yeah. Winker's draft too? Wasn't he a comp pick that year? Yeah, that's that's really going down the. Yeah, that's a rabbit yeah. hole. 
Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, before we get way too off this and we're here way too long tonight. Um, so we talked about the CMLB offseason calendar as uh, something we've been showing regularly. So next week we finally have the MLB draft lottery where the Reds had the fourth best odds. And holy crap, could this be the thing that goes the Reds way? Could this be the moment that we've all been waiting for? I mean, you know, worked out for the Bengals. They got Joe Burrow and that, you know, the first pick. That was cool. So can they share some of that luck for the Reds? I think we'd all like it. Um, Yeah, like I said, Reds Fest this weekend. Very excited. And then winter meetings, the draft lottery, the Rule 5 on on the 7th next week. So, Nick, you had mentioned you had a Rule 5 target in mind, potentially, for the Reds. Yeah, I mean, this is no no surprise to anyone. I think this was probably the first name a lot of people, when they saw some of the guys who were non-tendered, they they looked at. But, yeah, I mean, I was just looking at him. Uh, uh, Jake Mangum, um, uh, he's an elite, elite defensive center fielder. So, worst case scenario, you bring him in, you stick him in center field, and he's going to help your young pitchers. Um, I would love that. He, he's got some upside. Um he hasn't had a lot of power, but but did I mean last year did have a, a one twenty one weighted runs creator plus a triple A. Um, so man, you give me that with that with that uh, power. He's got some speed as well, switch hitter. Um, I was reading an article on the Athletic that said, hey, you know he might be a guy that could 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 develop into a 10, 15 home run guy. You know, you put him in Great American, you know maybe maybe you can stretch that out even a little further. So. Yeah, this is just seems like I don't even know if he'll be there at pick number four for the Reds. Um, I've seen every team's article that 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 mentions Rule Five has talked about him. You know, as a guy that they would like on their team. So, yeah, I mean, he's just he's definitely the kind of guy that that you look at that could actually stick for a full season, which is the 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 biggest um, challenge with a lot of these players is can they actually stick on your roster all year? I mean, a, a defensive center fielder. Yeah, I mean, even if he doesn't hit, you can probably find a place for him on your roster, and um, you know, at least have another quality outfielder. And the Reds are—they needed—they need a quality outfielder. So, it's not the truth. Yeah. So, yeah, I liked Let's, him a lot. So we'll we'll see. Sounds like Jesse Winker might be available. I don't know. <laughs> he's not an outfielder. He's a DH. Oh yeah, you're right. Sorry, <laughs> Sally B. All right, well, as we continue to roll through the offseason, here's our upcoming schedule you guys can check out. So uh, we will be back into our regular Wednesday for a week, uh, next week on the 7th. And then uh, the two weeks before Christmas, we'll be on Thursdays at 9. Maybe you guys can get our cool Christmas wishes on the 22nd of what we want the Reds to do for Christmas. And it's going to be a lot of fun there. So uh, please keep an eye out for that. And keep an eye on here. We really appreciate everyone been hanging out with us as we've had to rotate the schedule to the last few weeks. Uh, definitely really have had a lot of fun with this, though. Um, and then, yeah, I think with that being said, uh, I got to make my usual plea. Take a couple seconds. Subscribe to the channel on YouTube if you haven't already. Go to your favorite podcast, your podcast platform of choice. Give us that nice, solid five-star review. Go to bed online. Use the promo code BELIEVE. Get that 50% welcome bonus and have better luck than me. I guarantee it. And of course, latenightreds.merchmake.com. I just got my 48 minutes merch make stuff in, man. It looks great. So I can't wait to order our stuff now. I'm really pumped about it. Um, really, really, really excited for that too. So please support the brand. We really appreciate it. We love doing this for you guys. And like we said a few times during the episode, if you see us on Saturday, stop us, say hey. We love to talk with you guys. Um, and I'm not Jeff Carr. So everyone, enjoy your weekend. We'll see you at Reds Fest. 
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.